0: Welcome to the Bethel World Outreach Church Podcast. It's our prayer that wherever you are in life, today's message will help you draw closer in your relationship with God. Enjoy the message. I'm so excited to be here amongst you. I'm glad to be given this opportunity to serve you in this manner. Um, Our darling Bishop and Lady Chris are currently in Lowell, Massachusetts, celebrating there, and they're bringing the heat, so I want you to continue to pray for them as they're ministering there. And so Bishop said, you know, boy, I need you to minister, and you know I can't say no to my daddy, right? He said, go, I'll go. He said, sit, I'll sit. And it's so interesting that he asked me to do this because Monday morning as I was, you know, recovering from the weekend experience here, I'm in the gym and doing what we do. How many of y'all work out? You you got power, you lift, you power lift. Shandy, I ain't know you got down like that. Shandy, I I be curling, y'all. And I'm in there, and this word just dropped in my spirit. And, and immediately in my mind, I said, I'm gonna preach this somewhere. So I'm thinking I'm going to New Jersey to do it, but I wasn't settled and staying in New Jersey to preach. Because somehow I knew I needed to be here. And so Thursday I get the call. You're up. The Lord got a word for you this morning. I say the Lord got a word for you this morning. So today's message is entitled The Same Power. I need you to say it like you got it. Say the same power. Say the same power. I need you to say like you really believe that this morning. Say the same power. Say not counterfeit, not imitation, but the same power. I'm going to play a clip for you. It's about a minute and 30 seconds, and then we'll jump into the message this morning. Go ahead, hit me with that uh, cool video. So, this all seems horrible. I've seen worse. Sorry. No, we could use a little worse. Stuck. we got him. Banner? Just like you said. Then tell him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I, I don't see how that's a party. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. judging me this morning. I love video games. Just go ahead and tell me to grow up real quick. So you need to grow up. No, I refuse. Now, here's a fun fact real quick. That particular version of the Avengers, that was the first Avengers movie, and there's been a build-up over the last 10 to 12 years where they've been introducing you to different characters. Captain America. Hey, Captain America and all these different Marvel characters. Fun fact. Um, do you know that that movie that year was ranked the highest in terms of income growth? That movie made $1.5 billion. I think I'm in the wrong business sometimes. I might have to go into directing. Hey, matter of fact, I think I'm going to go into, Junior, let's go into directing, my friend. That man's an awesome comic book artist. And you're probably wondering what, Pastor, what does that have to do with today's sermon? It has a lot to do with today's message. The fact that a guy called the late Stan Lee would create a whole entire universe full of characters like normal people, but with special powers, and and years later, that stuff would turn into a billion-dollar franchise, and Disney has now purchased it, and the reason why this, this is so successful is because people are enamored with possessing power. Everybody wants power. The reason why there are civil wars in the world is because people are vying for power. The reason my husbands and wives—let oh me step on someone's toe this morning—are sometimes going at it, it's a power struggle. The reason why kids just want to get out of the house and do what they want to do is because in them there's a natural inclination to want power. But I've come to make an announcement this morning. You've already got power. Talk to me. Say, I have have the same power. power. Now, last week we, we 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 enjoyed, we enjoyed Resurrection Sunday, and Bishop just nailed that thing so beautifully to the table. And just, if you don't, if you don't get it by now, I'm sorry for you. And I pray for you. But I think it's time for us to grow in our revelation of this power. Because, like the little clip you just saw, Dr. Bruce Banner, the one that's famously known as the Hulk, he's an ordinary guy, ordinary doctor, coward at times. So he shows up in that scene, and at this time, this is like the climatic, this is the climax of the movie, where this dark horde out of some alien place have come, and they're tearing up New York. It's always New York City. I'm not moving to New York for nothing. (laughs) Chicago and New York are always under siege. And sometimes San Francisco, when they want to do the big earthquakes and stuff, I say I'm staying in Maryland. (laughs) For those of y'all watching online, stay where you at. Don't come to New York. It's always an attack on New York. But in this scene, it's like they've had this, they had some, you know, the enemy came amongst them. And if you haven't seen the movie, this is not a shameless plug for the Marvel movie. I am confessing, I'm going to watch the last episode as soon as I leave church. You know, I am going to pay my tithes, so don't you take your money and go to the movies and don't give it to the offer. Hey, <laughs> yeah, so let me talk to you real quick. But listen to me. I want to make a point. At that point in the movie that you saw, all chaos had broken loose on the city. These what's known as Avengers came together and somehow, because Dr. Banner had some issues prior, he was missing and they needed that one last component, because you saw that, that spaceship, right? Captain America, I don't care how many shoes you throw at that thing, it wasn't coming down. They needed a big solution to a big problem. And so here comes a banner coming up. He pulls up on his little motorcycle, and you saw the clip, they're like, man, we're going to need you to get angry. You know what he said? You saw it. What did he say? I'm always angry. Are you always angry at the enemy? No, 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 seriously. Are you always angry at the nonsense he's bringing in your house, that he's bringing our community? The stuff that's happening in our schools, the fact that Montgomery County, if, if, if I, mean, I may be mistaken, but we had the highest when it comes to the STD rate? In elementary and middle school and high school? Or oh, did you know that? Well, if you don't know that, you need to become very angry at the enemy. And don't just, don't just take your anger and manifest in flesh. Because you carry a power that can solve The community issues that we have say the same power. Say the same power. We're gonna go to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Father, I thank you for this word, Holy Spirit. I ask that you would just open our eyes this morning and that you will reveal Jesus in this time together. In your name we pray. Amen. The scripture reads, but if the Spirit, say, but if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus, from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you." (laughs) The same Spirit that resurrected Jesus' dead corpse it's not the swoon theory. Jesus did not get badly beaten and lay in the grave and somehow said, let me wiggle myself out of these grave clothes and come to life and walk out. No, he was dead, dead, dead. And we know the story. Last week we heard it. The Spirit of God showed up and resurrected that body and gave life to him. And he walked out of the grave and he was able to appear to 500 witnesses. And he was able to, to, to literally ascend into heaven. But eat fish and bread with Peter, who decided, because I betrayed you, I'm going to quit ministry, like some people tend to do. you offended me, I'm leaving ministry. I don't feel like I'm competent enough to do this, I'm leaving ministry. I want to say to you this morning, Paul said to the Romans, he said, look, if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, I don't care what your body is going through this morning. Cancer? What is that? There's a name that's greater than cancer. High blood pressure? There's a power that's greater. Diabetes? There is a power that's greater. Depression? There is a power. If that spirit is able to resurrect Jesus' dead body, what is your situation this morning? Say the same power. You know the problem with us? You know, Jesus, uh, Jesus spoke to the apostle John, he said it this way, he said, you are of God, little children, that's John 4-4, 1 John 4-4, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Oh, you need to hear this word this morning, because I am physically out of myself, I cannot stand this morning, but I know the power that's at work in me. And so, when I know I need to show up, I'm always angry at the enemy. I don't have to go and find power, I carry power. You don't have to go and find power, you carry power. You are a loaded Holy Ghost dynamite. The problem is you don't know how to spark that thing. And you know how you spark this power? It's by by believing that you carry it. That's how you do it. Bishop always tells us all the time, he said, spiritual things are voice activated. Without faith it's impossible to please God. God has deposited so much in you, has, look, he has so loaded you up with power, and it's sad because we think that we don't carry anything. I want to call a few names that you may be familiar with. You ever heard of Samson? How many of y'all know who Samson is? Y'all know Samson, okay, so y'all know the story. Now, do you know Samson was a superhero? (laughs) <laughs> I laugh, you know, because Stan Lee has literally taken our stories, put a little spin of creativity on it, rebranded it, repackaged it, and sold it to us, and we're like, I'm going to watch Avengers: the <laughs> I I don't need the movie. I got my Bible. Oh, get out of here this morning. Why go and spend $1.5 billion to hear about superheroes when I'm looking at heroes and if my Bible is loaded with heroes? Oh, but you don't believe that? Read your Bible. Samson, the young man, had an anointing on him. They always portray Superman as super strong. Samson was super strong. At one occasion, Samson encountered a lion. Now, how many of y'all bold this morning want to jump in a cage with a lion? I feel the anointing to kill like, oh, hey. go <laughs> Do what you got to do, player. We'll be thanking God for you in heaven. But Samson, yeah, we do. I will tell you about that. Samson, the Bible says Samson ripped open the mouth of a lion. Samson defeated a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. Superhuman strength. But the same Samson, the Bible said when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, that's when he activated in strength. But when Samson decided he was too man for himself, he was just a G, the young people said he was just a G with it, yeah, I'm sorry, my ebonics will mess you up this morning. I am not Bishop Johnson. Thank you. You understand what's happening up here. I love my bishop. He's straight up with it. I'm that other version. That's why I'm a youth pastor. Amen. Amen. Let's go. But Samson thought he was a G, a gangster. And he didn't need God. That he would laid his head in the lap of a serpent called Delilah. And he disobeyed. And he lost his locks. Lost the covering, lost the anointing, and was rendered powerless. And so when she said, Samson, the Philistines are coming, the Bible says he jumped up as he used to. Only this time, the Spirit of God had departed from him. He was rendered hopeless, weak, and in and, and, and an inability to show out against the enemy. And you know the story lost his sight. And until he got back to the place where he said, Lord, I repent like some of us need to do this morning. Lord, I changed my mind. I can't do this without you. The Bible said then the Spirit of God returned. He was able to kill over 3,000 Philistines in one setting. Are you hearing me? Yeah, that's that's our superhero, Samson. Oh, maybe you've heard about Elijah. Y'all know about the prophet Elijah? Man, I can't wait to stop calling down fire, fire! Yeah, as Elijah said, you know, if, 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 if this is a comic book, Samson like the strong guy, Elijah had two sets of things he used. One, he called out fire to devour the sacrifice, the other one, the Bible says he outran the chariot of Ahab. How many of y'all watch Flash? Flash comes on every Tuesday night. Don't be faking like you ain't read read comic books growing up. I'm just super saved and sanctified. I don't read comics and watch that stuff. Yeah, all right, don't judge me. I told you. Leave me alone this morning. But this dude Elijah was super fast. The Bible says he, he girded up his, 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 his attire and, and he ran 25 miles ahead of Ahab's chariots. And you kind of sell me flash. man, I got Elijah, homie? Mhm. <laughs> but this't same Elijah who forgot how God did these great exploits, and he went and fell into depression and became suicidal, because he forgot the power that he packs. Oh, maybe one more. Let me give you one more. One more. One more. The young boy, David. You ever heard of David? Oh, you heard of David. David, little ruddy little kid, out taking care of sheep, doing the father's work, abandoned and neglected, rejected and unaccepted. Until the Lord said, no, it will not be this one. It will not be this one. It will be the one that nobody has considered, like some of you here this morning. Yeah, they 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 have overlooked you at your job. They've considered you null and void. But God is saying that's the one I like. That's the one I want. And we know the story. Samuel called David, and the Bible says he. This was before the Goliath episode. You know that, right? And and he anointed the young man, and the young man received the spirit. And so when he stepped before Goliath, he he said, "I don't come up here with knives and forks and spoons." That's my version. <laughs> I come up here in the name of the Lord, and I carry the anointing to handle giants. In this room, there are giant killers. There are giant killers sitting here. And you're sitting, and you're watching Goliath tear up your house, and you're comfortable? Are you angry yet? I know I'm angry. I'm I'm so sick and tired of seeing kids kill themselves, seeing wives and husbands tear their houses apart because they fight the wrong enemy. Ah, oh, Jesus. Say the same power. Amen. Say that same power. Amen. God is amazing. I want, I bring good news to you though. Because I mentioned those three characters and you say, man, that's them. Samson, you know, that's him, you know. David, yeah. we here. Let me tell you something. I come to make an announcement this morning. Say, I have a better covenant. I don't think you hear me this morning. Samson, David, Elijah, they were old, old covenant, old covenant, old agreement. The Spirit of God will come, the Spirit of God will go. The Spirit of God will come, the Spirit of God will go. But in this new covenant, my God, the Spirit of God in Christ said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, I don't care how messy my life has been, I don't care how many mistakes I've made, because I carry him. He's always there. The enemy can't stop you. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. He's not dozy doing with you. One day you're too good, I'm dead. The next day you mess up, I'm gone. He's not doing that. You're under a better covenant, the covenant of grace, where the blood of Jesus has sealed the deal forever. You're walking more powerful than David, more powerful than Elijah, more powerful than Samson. You are. But it's blindness and deception that the enemy uses to cause you to, my darling wife is here. I will use this because she's here. Last week, Bishop chastised all of us. I'm the youth pastor. They played a song in the first service, and we caught a licking for it. I said, I love my daddy. He'll do it in public. And I'll just use the song because he said, said, you know, the song goes, Lord, if I found favor in yours, Bishop chastised us. Good. He said it this way. And it's true. A lot of us are saying, Lord, please, don't pass me by. Please, Lord, uh, I'll do better. Man, listen. Jesus took care of that. (laughs) Jesus settled the matter for all eternity. You don't have to be begging and pleading. Lord, this devil is too much for me to handle. Please help me. He's giving you the power to do it. (laughs) And often he's looking like, but what wrong with you? It's like a police officer who's on a bad block. There are gangsters all around the corner. He has all authority on his hip. He can call for backup. He can call for the SWAT. But he's over there panicking. Hey, Jesus! These bloods and these crypts are too much to handle. And I'm sure his his superintendent or whoever is chief uh, chief. Boy, give me that badge You goofy dude You don't even know what you got It's time for us to wake up Tell the person next to you It's time for us to wake up Say so we have a better covenant Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 Verse 18 to 21 Ephesians chapter 1 Verse 18 to 21 Now Let me tell you about this enemy That we have That a lot of people Make a lot of big deal of And he's Oh my God The devil the devil That dude is broken Busted And disgusted Man, the Bible says one day we'll be walking by and we'll look at it and be like, You You No no no. You well, the one giving me all that headache? <laughs> you know what the enemy, the only tool the enemy still utilizes well is the tool of deception. The Bible says Jesus destroyed principalities and powers and made an open show of them. Triumphing, And a couple of years ago, Bishop preached a sermon about triumphing, where the Roman general, after he has, he has completely obliterated the enemy, they will march with the foe, chained, naked, exposed, and they will, they will go about. Some of them will be dead, some of them will be chained and captive, and the general will be sitting on that horse, riding through the city, and there will be a great triumph. Everybody's celebrating, hallelujah, yes, the enemy's been defeated, completely obliterated. When that scripture says he's destroyed principalities and powers, that's what he's talking about. The enemy is not somebody talking about I got a backup plan. No, the enemy is exposed. If the Lord was to open your eye right now, you see the real enemy that you're up against, you would laugh at him. You would totally have a joke session. Is a man in Liberia? A man, move from here. Seriously. But he uses deception so well And the Bible says, the God of this world has blinded many. And I I believe a lot of us as believers have allowed ourselves to walk in blindness. You don't see yourself as a powerful individual, do you? That's why you complain about your son won't behave, your bills won't get right, all these different issues. The Bible says Paul often prayed and he said, the eyes of your understanding being what? Being what? Which means made open to really see. Be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of this calling. What are the riches of the glory? Say glory. Say glory. In this room, there's a whole lot of glory. Oh my God, help me preach this thing. There's a whole lot of glory. Why? Because you carry the king of glory. Hey. I was saying to the young man we're doing worship and I was singing a song. He's the king of kings. I said, now he's the king. But who are these other kings that he's talking about? He's the Lord of Lords. Who these other Lords? That's you. Oh my God! If you would just see it, you would just walk in dominion, walk in authority, glory of His inheritance in. Say the saints. Say the saints. Say I am a saint. Yeah, I'm looking at Saint Yemi, Saint Kemi, Saint Dorothy, Saint uh, Estella, The saints. You're not waiting to die to be enshrined and, oh, there goes the brother who was so awesome. He was such a saint. No, you are a saint now. 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 Now you also know what is the exceeding greatness, say, of his power toward us who what? Believe according to the working of his mighty power. Go to the next verse. Wish he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. That's where you're seated this morning. In glory. In heavenly places. Connected to power. Say far above. All principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come. That is your reality this morning. Say, I'm power-packed. Say, I'm loaded. Say, I'm ready to go explode somewhere. Look, the enemy of your soul is so afraid for you to open your mouth week after week, month after month, he's so afraid. Because the minute you open your mouth, souls will get saved. The minute you open your mouth, things will begin to change. So he throws fear. He's a master of throwing fear. He'll throw that fear out. Look, I had an episode this uh, Friday. Went to the gym. Somehow my stories kind of sound like it's in the gym. Am I encouraging you to work out before the summer starts? Do it. But I'm in there and I'm doing something that we normally would do in there and there's a guy, a Hispanic fellow, who's right across from me. And I just feel this bubble in my stomach that says, talk to him about the Lord. Now can I admit it's hard when you're trying to get your workout on and be selfish and be about you, to talk to somebody about Christ. It's hard when you're doing your thing and you want to just focus on me, myself, and I, right? You're not really, but the Lord, look, the Holy Spirit gave me no rest. He said, talk to him. So I said, yes, sir. I went and got a track out of my car. I handed it to the brother. Now, here's the funny thing. I'm listening to one of the messages from, from uh, a couple of Sundays ago. And while I'm doing that, I don't even realize I do I say hallelujah in the midst of it. I got my headphones on. And then the guy said, my brother, my brother, I heard you say hallelujah. It got real creepy in the gym real quick. He's like, my brother, you a like Christian. I'm a Christian too. And for 15 minutes, me and that man forgot about weights, forgot about sweat. We began to transfer conversation. He began to prophesy to me, direct things that I'm like, I need to do this often. I never knew my blessing will fall somewhere. And he's like, man, don't you dare stop sharing the gospel. Don't be, ashamed. the Holy Spirit spoke to the man, don't be ashamed of this message. My brother, you carry something, and I'm saying to you, don't you dare stop preaching this gospel. You carry something. You carry power. Oh, it was powerful. It was powerful. And mind you, he's not even from this area, he's from Springfield, Virginia. He just happened to be in that gym. He just happened to be there. I just happened to be there. There are divine intersections that you're going to go through this week, and people you're going to encounter, they're going to need deliverance. If you hold back that power, you might be dooming somebody to an eternity without Christ. Today we have only day. Go out there if you can. Let this power emit from you, in Jesus' name. The reason why people are so enamored in one power, because in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, you've heard the story? When God spoke, he spoke everything, everything into existence, but when it came to man, he molded man out of the dust of the earth. And the Bible says he breathed into man, and man became a living soul. He literally, what he did in that, in that, first, in that first creation account, he, he transferred his power into man. But man fell for the lie of the enemy and got cut short from the power. Christ came to restore the power. And you have it. You have it. Y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about when you don't pay your light bill. <laughs> you don't pay that. How many I y'all had that issue lately? You don't pay your light bill and uh, Pepco show up and uh, your power go. You, you know what I'm talking about? Somebody like, I don't even know you're talking about, brother. I'm good. Well, I've been there, and took my light, and my kid's like, Daddy, it's dark. And help me pay the bill, it will never get dark. But then when that power gets restored, there's excitement, you know, being from Africa, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. We just sing a song, car ran gone, car ran. gone. <laughs> there's no power. When that power gets restored, there's jubilation in the entire village or community. It's like somebody scored a goal or something, simply because the power's been restored. I'm saying to you, that needs to be your attitude. My God, the power's been restored. We got the power. The enemy no longer has dominion. That thing that he stole from Adam, the first Adam, the second Adam, took it back. He didn't just take it back for himself, he gave it to you. Jesus, help me this morning. I want to talk about that that whole transaction called, say the promise. Say the promise. Say the promise of the power. Give me Acts chapter one, verse four to eight, Acts chapter one, four to eight. Now the Bible says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. And John truly, sorry, for John truly baptized with water. But you shall be, I'm going to say this way, immersed, (laughs) dipped in. The young people got to think, oh, I'm dipped, I'm dipped. Dipped in, drowned and covered in. You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Next verse, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, now listen to this here, this tripped me out when I read it, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? They're thinking about their own power, their own restoration. You know, Israel had been under the the Roman authority for so long, they were tired of the oppression, they were sick of all this mistreatment, and they wanted to get their power back political power. Some of y'all mad at President Trump. Take your focus off that man for a second. That's what Jesus did. He said, young man, take your eye off this situation you got going on, this political stuff. I'm not saying we should not be in government. That's good, we need Daniels, we need Hezekiahs, we need Nehemiahs. But there's a bigger picture you need to see this morning. He said, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority but you shall receive power. They were asking for power. He said, I'm not about that kind of power, but you, Shari, it's, it's almost like an oxymoron. Like they're asking for power, he says, no, not yet, but yet. Okay. Oh God, I want power for myself, he said, no. The power that I have is too much for yourself. The power that, that I want to give you is too much for you to handle. <laughs> it's too much for you to try to be selfish with. It's too much for you to try to own for yourself. He said, but you shall receive power not just to be, you know, this thing you want to be, but look, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses of me to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. You think thinking Israel? I'm thinking the globe. You thinking Silver Spring and Oni? I'm thinking Romania. I'm thinking Brazil, Bethel. I'm thinking Australia. I'm thinking Paris. I'm thinking Mozambique. I'm thinking South Sudan. Bethel, you're thinking about your little problem, I've called you to world outreach. You, you're thinking about your, your little myopic situation, I'm talking about global domination. The power that I've given you, the power that you have, is no small thing. So stop thinking small this morning. No, seriously, no, seriously. When it's time to give, if you find yourself struggling, understand that every penny that you give to this work is for global domination. When it's it's time to serve, understand that everything that you do for this kingdom is for the globe. And it's not just for local. We struggle with local so bad that God is saying, until you can get it right, oh my God, until you can see it, we'll keep you in this classroom for a couple more minutes. We're so, we're so self-centered and focused, and we have the power, and we're just worried about it. It's like, <laughs> it's like your light coming back on, and you only turn on the light in the hallway. But, Daddy, what about the bedroom where I'm saving the power? <laughs> you know my bill been Ha! Yeah, I'm saving my power. Why are you saving the power? Did you pay for it? Are you paying for it? Did you pay for the power? So why are you being stingy? <laughs> Is it your bill? No, I'm asking you a serious question this morning. Is it your bill? If Jesus paid it all, you need to splurge with this power. Okay, maybe, maybe some folks are like, what is splurge? Oh my God, what is that? You need to be flamboyant with the power. Now don't get my words mixed up. Don't think I'm telling you now, go ahead and say, in the name of Jesus, give me this Tesla. Because I got power. And the Lord has spoken to me and said, this Tesla is mine, I have divine power. You go ahead and do that real quick, we'll see you on Fox 5 News. Bethel member goes to dealership, demands car because he has power, gets arrested, news at five. We'll pray for your freedom, but you got to learn that's not what this power is for. Holy Spirit, help us to see why you've given us this power. Let me finish on this one, last, last verse. Give me Luke. Why? Luke chapter four, verse 18. Why, why, why? You know the story. The disciples go ahead and do what they do. Three thousand get saved that day when they receive the power. But prior to that, Jesus says something, and I want us to see it. He, announcing his ministry, announcing why he's here, 33 or uh, 30 plus years, he's coming onto the scene as a young minister in Jerusalem, he's getting ready to do major work, and he stands up in the synagogue, opens up the book of Isaiah, and begins to declare scripture about himself. And he says this, the. Spirit of the Lord, let's read it together. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. I'm speaking to superheroes this morning. The reason why he has given us this power it's not so that I can be the flashiest pastor or leader or whatever have. Look, God ain't got nothing look, he, he blessed Solomon so much, Solomon was under the old covenant, and Solomon was known as the wisest man at that time. But do you know you have the mind of Christ? And do you think the mind of Christ is more powerful than the mind of Solomon? Absolutely. Solomon only had, he only had one speck of. A, we have the entire mind. So making business decisions is not an issue. You will get wealth. Wealth will come to you. This is how you have uncommon favor. You will make money. Money is not a problem. But when you do receive these things, that's why you received it. When you do get the position, when you do get the opportunity, when the uncommon favor begins to manifest, you need to go back to Luke 4:18. And you need to understand that the Spirit of the Lord has come upon you because he has anointed you. Now you're telling me I didn't go to seminary, He don't need no seminary. Matter of fact, the Bible says you won't need no one to teach you because you carry the teacher himself inside of you. Oh, man. It's so simple, we we just depend, oh, if the bishop don't pray for me, pray for yourself. If if the pastor, if they could just stop it, stop it, stop it. Walk in the power. The same power that Jesus carries as he is above, so we are on earth. Yeah, you are. Oh, but I don't see it. That's why Jesus came to set the blind eyes open. That's why we have the kind of bishop that we have, pastors that we have, to speak this word. But I'm telling you, this day, your eyes need to now be wide open. Paul often prayed it. I'm going to often pray it for myself and for my children. You need to often pray it. I'm saying, Lord, show me, show me, show me. Because I'm, I, I don't even know what I carry. At the end of the day, I think Bishop said this couple of, a couple of weeks ago, years ago, whatever. He said, when you see your glorified body, you will almost be tempted to worship yourself. Because that body is the same type of body that Jesus has now. But before I get the glorified body, I don't need it, I got the glorified spirit inside of me. The same spirit that anointed him. Look, John said at the, book of, at the end of, at the, end of at the book of John, he said, if they to write down all of the things that Jesus did, the world don't have a library big enough to contain the works. We only get highlights and with previews and snippets and we're like, oh my God, Jesus, the things that you did. Now he said, he said, when I go to the Father, greater works. Say greater. greater. Works. works. I will do. Because he's there. No, no, because he's here. <laughs> because he's here. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, I have. Do you believe it? Say, I have the same power. Same power. The same power. same power. I don't know where this illustration came from, but I would leave it on you and then I would get out of your way. There's a place in New York City in Queens called the Coliseum. How many of y'all have been to the Coliseum? I'm going to tell you what that's about, people in their chest, yeah? How many have been to the Coliseum in Queens, not too far from Jamaica Avenue? This place, how many of you young ladies, uh, I said young ladies, yeah, I'm talking to young ladies today. How many of you carry a Louis V bag, a Louis Vuitton bag? You got a Louis bag? Come on, put your hand up. You got a girl, going out? now. She got that Louis. Now, <laughs> God is too good. Now listen, if I go to the Coliseum right now, I can get you a Louis bag. Now how much did that purse cost you? Be honest, be honest, be honest. Couple of hundred, couple of thousands. She like, man, I spent my whole year's earning on this joint, I got to have that Louis bag. God bless you, sister. Man, I can get that for 25 bucks. I can go to the college here. Hey, how many of y'all know what I'm talking about? A lot of us got, we don't have Burberry, we have Blurberry. <laughs> we are experts of knockoffs. We like imitation, why? Because it looks just like the real deal. Come on. I can go, to, I can go and give me a pair of Jordans And the only slight difference would be the fact that the jump man would have the ball like this, (laughs) rather than like this. (laughs) But you can't tell, because I ain't showing you my tongues, though. I'm going to cover that thing nicely, like, man, you got, yeah, I got the first J's on, baby. Why be satisfied with knockoff power? Oh, because it's too cheap and you want to act like you can't afford it? You don't have to work for it, y'all. You already paid for it. He already paid for the power. All you got to do is receive it, believe it, and achieve it. Say so he paid it, all. paid it all. The power he has given you is to seek the loss so that they can be saved, so that they can serve. God is so good. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Holy Spirit I pray today that this word Open my eyes and the eyes of my brothers and sisters I pray that we come to the place of realization That we know that we carry The same power Not a counterfeit Not a knockoff version But the same power That raised Jesus from the dead Father I pray If there's anyone here Who's lacking this revelation Lord that you will make it plain as day so that they may walk in perpetual victory that they've already received in Jesus. Now, if you're here this morning and you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, you know not what I'm talking about, this power thing that I'm, you're saying, man, I'm helpless. Every day I fall to lust. I fall to pride. I fall to anger. I, fall, I, just, I can't get over myself and these mess, these things. If you're here this morning and you don't have a relationship with Christ, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. Or you probably have a relationship and somewhere along the line you you, you, you lost connection to the power. You lost connection to the source. And you want to be restored this morning. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. We want to pray with you. If you're watching online and that's your situation. You've been disconnected from the power. You've been disconnected from the source. Jesus has already restored it. All you have to do is receive it, believe it. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Thanks for listening today. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. To learn more about Bethel or to support this ministry financially, please visit us at www.bethelcityofhope.com. Com. You can also connect with us via Facebook or Instagram at Bethel City of Hope. Thanks again. Have a great day.